For so many modern driven women, life is about being more than one thing. We're multidimensional and so are our conversations. We carry multiple identities. We can be both mother and artist, both attorney and entrepreneur, both clinician and CEO, both humble and proud. Life for women like us is about both, about all of the above. It's about the and. Our stories are the stories of so many of you. We wanted the freedom and flexibility to live life on our own terms, and we felt the pull to be more present to our families. But we still felt drawn to contribute, to build, and to create. And we wanted to establish financial security for ourselves and our children. For us, that looked like founding software companies and then a successful coaching and online course business. But for you, that may look different. Our mission is to help other women build and grow businesses on the internet. Starting up online can be overwhelming and isolating, but it doesn't need to be. We're here to share an insider's peek into the strategies and mental resilience it takes to create and run six and seven figure online businesses. As women entrepreneurs, only 2% of us will ever earn a million dollars. We've done it ourselves and we're on a mission to help you reach financial independence by chronicling our journey and sharing our proven playbook. Join us for honest conversations about what it really means to grow a business and build a life that aligns with your values and adds something meaningful to the world. I'm Sandy Connery. And I'm Jenny Barcelos. And you're listening to the And She Spoke podcast. Make sure you hit subscribe so you don't miss any of the new podcasts that drop every single Tuesday. Welcome to the Angie Spoke podcast. Today's episode is about developments in artificial intelligence and whether AI will replace coaching. Hey, Sandy. What? What? Hi, Jenny. Yeah, this is an article that you brought to me this morning that we wanted to kind of discuss the implications for the industry. It's not something I thought of or care about not I don't care about it, I don't worry about it, but I think like you've brought some really interesting perspectives on what it could possibly, how it could possibly change coaching, but a lot of other different industries too. So what are the changes, Jenny? What is AI? What are the updates? Okay. So as of this week, we're recording this the week, it's September 29th. <laughs> and so at the time of this recording, this week, OpenAI, which is is like the big kind of umbrella organization behind ChatGPT, unveiled like a voice layer to ChatGPT, and it's just rolling out. I think to to accounts now who people who have the paid upgraded version of ChatGPT. So not everyone has it. I don't see it in my account actually, but. I've seen a lot of people demonstrating it and writing about it this week and people sharing like little video clips and stuff on and TikTok and Twitter or X. And I think one of the implications of this that people are talking about is that this thing is now able to, it's a language learning model, right? So it's still a robot, but it's definitely different than Siri or A-L-E-X-A. I don't want her to turn on. And it like, it really starts to sound like a person, like a friend. And so people are making the comparison to that movie She that came out like 10 years ago where like that lonely – I didn't actually watch the movie, so I've only seen the previews. But there's like a lonely man that falls in love basically with a device because it becomes his companion. And I think that until now, that was very much still considered like science fiction and that's what people are saying. And now with this development, with OpenAI's voice – layer that that's starting to seem more and more real that you're going to be able and especially as it learns more about us and our language and there's people developing plugins and other apps that allow 
the AI to the same model to like basically adopt your voice with just like 30 seconds of hearing you speak or, or your friend's voice. Like I could train a, a language model on you, Sandy, <laughs> and then you could you know, you could talk to it and give it a bunch of information or we could give it like access to all of our coaching programs. And it could be like having a little Sandy in my pocket, like say you're going off to Europe for a month or something and you're busy, like I could have a little Sandy (laughs) here with me at my desk to talk to me and answer questions. Yeah. I feel like I already did that. Like we did a, a model of Sandy. and Yeah, but would, it's so much better now. Yeah, yeah. But I, when you say that, <laughs> yeah. I'm like, I already did that. I like you recorded my that. voice and the robots mm-hmm. took over. But yeah, so I think – so let me just repeat this back yeah. to you as a person who doesn't follow technology as closely as you do. So we could potentially take our voice, enter it, record it, train the robot to have like – all words, all sounds, so that that robot could then replay your voice with in whatever sentences are typed in or. Re- yeah, it's that's just a little different. That- yes, that's a little different. So, like those tools exist. That's not what ChatGPT or AI or OpenAI are doing. They have like five other voices, you know, five A L E X A alternative voices. Yeah, but there's these overlay tools. Yes, right, and other right, apps right, that yes. do that. But they interact with, with ChatGPT yeah. that has. It's like not just learn how to say the words. It's like learn how Mm -hmm. Sandy thinks, read everything Mm -hmm. she's ever written, watch all of her courses and coaching calls she's ever recorded, and start to answer questions as her in her voice. And that's where it starts to get really interesting. Creepy. Not interesting. Creepy. Yeah. (laughs) So I think in the coaching world, I went down a little rabbit hole about like current AI coaching and any of the articles written now around AI taking over coaching, it's really more not so much voice because obviously that just came out, but it's more around like tracking behavior or accountability partners or decision tree making, right? So Mm -hmm. I'm at this part of the process. You know, did this happen? Yes. Okay, then go and do like that little AI robot will then lead you to the next step in the process. But of course, that has to come from a coach who has a system or a process that the you know is going to the input for the AI has to come from an actual human brain. But I've seen reference to like daily notices and again the accountability. Like, did you do this, Jenny, today? In in my voice, for example, mm-hmm. that might be potentially possible. It's never going to replace it entirely. There, the, I can well, I think it, it, dep- it, it depends. I, I think I kind of think it depends on how much how big your body of work is will factor into how well the AI model can approximate you as a coach. I mean, that's my take. So if you're like very prolific, like say you've published 35 books and you have hundreds of coaching calls that are recorded and archived, you have curriculum that you've developed, you have ways of, you have processes and systems. It is very almost instantaneous for that AI model to learn those things. So obviously they don't have access to your imagination, but you can see that the more information you give it, the better the tool Mm -hmm. can quote unquote reason with and answer questions as you. And I think that in knowing as coaches, we hear a lot of the same kinds of questions over and over. So I imagine that something like this can very quickly be able to take over those kinds of questions, right? To answer as you or as me, this, you know, like if you're we hear like 90% of everything is the same problem over and right. over, the same questions. And the thing that the AI can do that a human being can't do is approach a client with 
no bias. So one of the problems always in the coaching industry is mm-hmm. that if I'm coaching you, I'm going to listen. I'm going to have like my perceived, like the, the, my experience of the world. I'm going to come at you as a client with my perceived bias about you. And I'm going to be listening for confirmation that I'm right. And so it's so interesting because the an AI tool will not have that. They're not going to be like, she can't afford it or it's because mm-hmm. she's you know, married that this is the pro, you know, whatever. So I think that's like a really like totally neutral coach is kind of like, I'm not going to buy into your garbage or the tone of voice or like the excuses, you know, I'm just going to be completely neutral, which a human being can never be. Yeah. I mean, to me, I'm thinking about this, like as a course creator and coach and just creator in general, knowing that this is happening and that we're, we as a society and a species are going here. It really increasingly, for me, makes the case to build your body of work, to do more prolific work, because then you'll be able to take advantage of these tools. I think people that don't, like my guess is within the next few years, if you do not have enough work out there for to create to train a unique model on you you're going to start to be left in the dust like that's my personal pr- prediction like not coming from anywhere else because people who have that prolific work and who can have ai models trained on them like that's just going to start to take over and i think that what we're going to see the same thing in coaching and therapy and all of these other kind of talk based applications that we see with writing which is that like these tools are never going to replace the brilliant versions of those professions, but they certainly will start to replace the mediocre versions. And so again, it's like just making the case where, okay, Sandy, let's just say you do have these 35 books published and you are, you know, on stages around the world and you're known as this like very famous, very unique kind of coach. Like in two years from now, am I going to want to interact with a model of you, like where I get 95% of Sandy as my coach, like in my pocket, or am I going to want to work with a with an actual person who maybe is like nowhere near as good of a coach as you? And I think that's going to be the question or the challenge that people are going to have. I mean, that's like, again, just totally making this up as a prediction. So to me, it makes the case like Sandy you will always have if you're really good as a coach, you will always have clients, but you also then can have a model trained after you and a tool and an app and an interface and a bot or whatever you want to call it that clients can have more access to. And then the people who are sort of mediocre and not not as prolific and not doing the work are just like, I think, going to get left behind just like the mediocre writers are getting left behind. Or those mediocre non-app, don't have the, an app of themselves will be flourishing because they're like, yeah, I don't use AI. I'm a real person to real person. Come work with me. It might become a super unique offer, right? Maybe. I mean, I think that that's the question. And partly like this is going to come down to scale and price, right? So this is going to create a race to the bottom because AI, like working, interacting with an AI is going to be essentially free, Mm -hmm. you know, like very, very cheap versus coaching, which is higher dollar. So people are going to really have, like, is it that much better? Because I'm going to have to decide do I want to put my money there? And my guess is like for therapy and things that are covered by insurance in the United States and and probably Canada, I don't know how therapy works in Canada, Sandy, but like, I don't know. My guess mm-hmm. is insurance companies and big companies are going to move towards this stuff too, right? Because it reduces their overhead. So like if, if you want insurance coverage to help pay and defer the costs of this stuff, you're going to be interacting with these less human tools. And we're already seeing that with other kinds of medicine. So I just think that that's going to spread out 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what that makes this makes me think of is like we're currently running the live version of Luminaries and I'm working on the product design model or module right now. And it makes me think of like you can like coach someone live and it's expensive and then you can have a DIY version, Mm -hmm. which is cheaper Mm -hmm. and they can do that and they can, they won't have exactly the same results, but they'll maybe enough, but it's a much cheaper version, more accessible version. And if they want to work with you, they can pay more. So it's almost like replacing that, that relationship, like that course is now an app where you, that, you know, your coaching model and systems and processes are all right there. Yeah. I think that's actually very cool. Like, I, I mean, there's a lot that's scary about all of this, but there's also a lot that's potentially like very exciting and liberating. And I know I'm more of like a, like a, a person that's excited about technology and maybe not as wary as I should be. I'm too, I've drank too much Kool-Aid here, but I also think people who historically wouldn't have had access or right. wouldn't have been able to yeah, prioritize say, accessible. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Accessibility they might have be it. a very, or even if you wrote a book, right? Mm-hmm. If they could, if there's a, a model or a system, whatever, like some, some steps or learning in there that someone is trying to apply to their life, it's the same thing. Yeah. They could go, you could create a whole like app, coaching app, teaching app off that book. Yeah. Just think about like James Clear's Atomic Habits. I mean, some mm-hmm. this probably right. already exists. Like somebody's already right. made this or is working on it right now. Like, cause that book is like very, obviously it's one of the most popular mm-hmm. personal development books ever published. I think mo- almost everyone I know has read and has gone through that book or tried to, but like, imagine if there's mm-hmm. yeah, like yeah. an AI model for James Clear, like working with you every day on habits. Like that's pretty freaking cool. Yeah. You're all fired up about your business until you have to go and market it, talk about it, promote it. All of that feels so heavy, hard, and overwhelming. We know that your business will flourish when you become comfortable promoting your work. And for that reason, we created Visible, a program that helps women amplify their voice in a world that tries to keep them quiet. Build an audience around your body of work and not just your body. So forget everything you've been taught about marketing. Visible is your fastest route to building an audience of raving fans that can turn into paying clients. Inside bonus, you can ignore trend alerts on Instagram. Join Visible today at joinvisible.co. I can see that when there's like daily check-ins, like I said, accountability, you know, repeating, like trying to change beliefs by like practicing new beliefs, daily mantras, like that kind of thing. I can really see that, but it would be super cool to say, I've done step one, two, and three. Should I do 3A or 3B? And then the model will like the voice, Jenny's voice will come and say, Sandy, you need to go back and then, you know, and like explain it and like keep you on track. Like I can mm-hmm. totally see the decision tree. The thing is there's no, obviously there's no empathy in any of that. It's very like, like if this, then that. Well, so that's what's right? so interesting, I think, is that this is like the billion trillion human species level question is will like, can AI model empathy? And I think increasingly it can. Like, I think if, if you not to say that the AI is empathetic, but if you are the person, human interacting with the AI and your experience is that the AI is being empathetic, do you still get the benefit of the empathy? Because I think that it's increasingly getting better and better. It's like listening to everything, all of human, you know, existence until 2022. (laughs) And so it's like, it's able to learn and mimic and it's not sure it's not a, a living being with a heartbeat, but it's able to 
I mean, that's what, that's, I think what is happening right now is that people are starting to feel like, oh, wow. Okay. That started to feel like a person. And I've listened to, like I said, a couple of these examples this week of people interacting with it. And, and like, yeah, like it's, it's at moments very much not clear that this isn't a robot you're interacting Mm with. Mm -hmm. So, So do you think what we could do, Jenny, is like with Marvelous, could we create as part of it, like an app for the people who have content on our platform. Wouldn't that be so fun? I'm sure our CTO would love this idea. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, I think that that would be so cool. Yeah. Yes. Like For those that I have a course or a process mm-hmm. or whatever, like yeah. you can spin that into your own, train it, train it with voice to yeah. coach your clients, to teach your clients outside yeah. instead of, yeah. I think this is the direction everything is going. And, you know, I brought up this other company on one of our coaching calls recently that I think is a really interesting example of like the future of fitness and wellness technology. And it's called future.co. And I, I don't know if any of our listeners have tried it, but it's, it's like $200 US a month to use this fitness app. It's a B2C company. So it's like, a, I don't know, however many trainers they've recruited, personal trainers, work with directly with the consumer audience through this app. But it's basically a hybrid of this. Like it's, it's a human, at least for now, and this is what I think could change, that interacts with you, does check-ins, I think once a week. You wear like an Apple Watch or an Aura Ring or a Whoop or whatever, and it connects to their tool. They give you workouts they, they have all the videos that explain and break down everything. They give you very personalized personal training up to, I think, five or seven days a week. And the, the technology, the wearables are tr- actually tracking your health data and your movement. And then there's like the coach who actually gets on a video call with you. And I think that this is start, we're starting to like blur into this <laughs> space that's like, wow, that's really compelling. And people have, there's a lot of data that the people using this platform are having really phenomenal results more so than, you know, like watching on demand weightlifting Mm -hmm. classes or something. And so that's like, I think we're just moving towards a a world where humans are more integrated with technology, that there's much more back and forth constantly. So yeah, I think our industry is going to require stuff like this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's interesting to think of. And I love your point about the body of work because that's something we teach quite strongly in our visible program that you need to create that to start to to stand out. And then this is yeah. just like another argument that potentially that their body of work could spin into an AI tool for your clients that you can totally scale. It's not, you don't yeah. have to be there every minute. That's amazing. Yeah. And I think it's going to get cheaper and cheaper, right? Like as the, these technologies develop, I mean, it's already so cheap to do all of it. Like it's just unbelievably cheap how, how cheap all of this is. Um, and I'll just say like my, I live in the desert now in Arizona and like I drive out of my neighborhood and like, it's just as far as you can see for miles and miles and miles, just data centers and new data centers being built. And like the biggest buildings you've ever, ever seen in your life. And they're just data centers for all of the major technology companies. And I just, I think like, wow, this is what it means to be a human now. Like you live in your house in your like very small life and <laughs> your very localized <laughs> existence. And then your vastness is on the internet and through, through these kinds of like technological interactions. I think that that's the society that we're moving towards, which is also really sad and <laughs> 
tragic and who mm-hmm. knows what the unintended consequences are going to be for all of that. But I, I mean, it, it seems like we're on a really fast moving train going in that direction. I don't expect it's going to stop. Yeah. But I also think that there is still and always will be opportunity for one-to-one in-person, like maybe in-person conferences are just going to be like the thing that is so special and so amazing, you know, to counter that. Yeah, Yeah, I agree. And again, I also think it's going to, quality is going to matter a lot. Like you're not going to be able to get away with mediocrity and a lot of things anymore because like that's, (laughs) technology can do mediocre things infinitely better than you can do things in a mediocre way. So like you have to become really good at something. And if I want to change habits and I can get James clear that we just totally made this situation up, but his like super cheap app to help me daily change a habit versus spending more money on someone who's not known, like where's that money going to go, right? I'm going to go choose James clear because I know him. Yeah. So you're going to be like really selective and maybe saving up for the humans that you want to invest in, you know, who are at the top of their game. I mean, for me, that that's what I would say is like, okay, I'm going to use the cheap, pretty great alternate technological alternatives for a lot of things. And then for the things that like I prioritize having the human experience around, I'm going to go all out and I'm going to have like something really big and, and exciting there. So like, I don't know. I see it. I see both sides of this. And again, I think it really democratizes and makes makes a lot of like coaching and therapy and medical treatment. It makes so many things accessible to people that previously they were not. And so there's so much human value there. And so then the other side of it is like, okay, so how do we have jobs and yeah, <laughs> have income? That's like yeah, the printing press, right? Like everyone thought, yeah. you know, yeah. so. Or even the internet, um, like, you know, we're not going to have any paper and we're, you know, it, and it never actually happens, right? So it's yeah. interesting to think through, we think, oh, the coaches aren't going to have any jobs or they're, it's all going to be like AI driven. They're just going to sit with their feet up. But like, what are they actually going to be doing? You know, <laughs> like it's, because I just don't yeah. think that's true that we'll be like, oh, we have no jobs now. Like, I'm right. sure no, no, there no. will be. No, no, no. I think people who are not good will have no job. Mm-hmm. Just like, again, like the mediocre writers who can't get paid to write, do content marketing or copywriting anymore. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think it's the same thing. Like the good copywriters and content creators are always going to have work. You know, like it's the same thing. You and I were talking about video editing yesterday and it's it's like, okay, we can pay $500 a month yeah. to have oh an AI driven video editing platform do like an okay job making you like YouTube videos and social videos, or we can pay like a lot, lot of money to have like a very talented video, like cinematographer basically do that. Right. So, so some people are going to want to, there's always going to be a market for the like really talented video editors. And there's also then like, but for everybody else, we're going to pay $500 to have like an AI tool edit our videos. (laughs) And that's, that's just, like I'm not going to pay 800 and have a person who's kind of okay do it. Like it's just not yeah. going to happen. Yeah. So that's those that's the layer that gets damaged and like maybe that's okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well that's yeah, that's just evolution. Yeah. That just always is happening as humanity evolves. So yeah, I think it's super interesting. So thank you for bringing that article. Yeah. Yeah, so I I'll start then just with the hustle because I part of the reason I thought about this idea was because I read 
a newsletter called The Platformer, which is about the creator economy and the platforms that comprise it. It's created by Casey Newton, and I think they have like a bazillion subscribers. But this edition came out this week, and and the, the newsletter title is The Synthetic Social Network is Coming. So if you are also a fan of this stuff in the creator economy and sort of following what what's happening really on the tech side of the creator economy, it's a great newsletter to subscribe to. Okay. So for the joy, I'm going to take you in a totally different direction. It has nothing to do with technology. It's a company called Poppy and Peonies, and I just purchased one of their bags a few weeks ago. So it's one of those like in the 1980s, we would call it a fanny pack, but now they're like waist bags or crossbody bags, you know, that are super small and kind of close to the chest. And it's this beautiful company out of Ontario. The woman, it's a Métis female founded. It's her and her daughter. It's just beautiful branding. I think Mm. the, the story about them and what she's done is incredible. It's vegan. The packaging was like, just, it's just everything about this company is beauty. And, you know, it's very much pink and light and feminine, but it was just a really beautiful interaction with like ordering and the, the, the emails, like, you know, just the whole experience of buying from them was really great. And I just want to give a a shout out to, you know, a female business in Canada, also, you know, indigenous Métis. And I just think it's cool. It's just cool. And her and her daughter created this company together and her daughter's name is Poppy. I love this. I need one of these. And also it looks like they do glasses too. They do. Yeah. Yeah. Uh And uh, yeah, they have some other types of things coming soon, but it's not just those crossbody fanny packs. It's other bags too. Yeah. Yeah. Backpacks, everything. I just like, these are the companies that kind of fly under the radar, you know, and everyone's talking about this should be one of our next podcasts is like my issue with that everyone just touts and talks about the big guys and like the small people can never get a chance. And so this is me giving this wonderful woman in Southern Ontario, just a little, a little boost, a little, a little shout out. You know, we should do a whole podcast, Sandy, on like our favorite small business brands. Like, like, Mm -hmm. like I, cause I have, I have a few like that too, that I would just, we could make that like recurring, like, like every quarter, like, let's just do a summary. Cause I just get so frustrated. Like even us making, mentioning James clear, you know, in in this context, you know, like it it, it makes sense, but, and that was the point, but also like other people are doing amazing work and they just never, it's just like the same people repeated over and over and over again. But, but yeah, I like that idea. Okay, let's do that soon. That would be really fun. I bet a lot of our listeners will like that idea. Yeah, I have to. But it also brings awareness to like, who are the small brands I do business with? And Mm -hmm. should I choose to not go to Amazon and like seek out something in in Canada Mm -hmm. or Alberta or wherever? You know, it's just just an extra thought step. And I think, I mean, obviously well worth it. So I love it, Jenny. I love it. Okay. All right. We'll we'll do that one soon. Okay, folks. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next time. Bye. This podcast is brought to you by Marvelous. Marvelous helps you build and grow your own courses, memberships, and live streamed programs. Go from idea to open for business in just minutes. If you're looking for a simple, beautiful, custom branded platform to build and grow your online business, you can learn more at heymarvelous.com.